What's up and welcome to Difficulty Class, a show where we gather around this podcast table in your ears and talk about some Dungeons and Dragons, or other RPGs this week. Uh, each week, we, or a listener like you, writing in difficultyclass at gmail.com, come up with a topic, question, encounter, or anything else somehow related to RPGs, and we have some fun talking about them. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, and with me this week is... Uh, Chad Matchett. Jack Matchett. And Emily Matchett. <laughs> Yay! <Woo! laughs> It'd be really funny if we were like, no relation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the, uh, we, we have the Matchets here, and uh, they're here to talk about uh, their not just their, their the system that they're making, but also their podcast, Legends, the superhero role-playing game. Or the, what, it's a superhero role-playing story. Is that what it is on, on the podcast? The podcast is Legends, a superhero story. And, there we uh, go. The, the system is Legends, the superhero role-playing game. Perfect. It, it, it lines up perfectly there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I, uh, Emily, you you reached out to me uh, a little while ago and asked uh, about being on the show and looking into this. I, I was thrilled because I love I love RPG systems. I don't know if you all have listened to the show. It's fine if you haven't. I don't expect anybody ever to. I have a problem with buying systems. <laughs> like I read systems for fun. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, there, there's there, I've bought books where I'm like I'm never gonna play this game, but I just really want to read these rules. <laughs> nice, but. Uh, but this was definitely like, and, and you know, I, I, haven't, I haven't got a reason because it's not out yet. It's still like in beta form, right? Kind of. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've just gone through um, probably one of our final playtesting stages, and um, from there we're gonna go through and put on the final touches, and then and then from there publish. I mean, there's a lot of steps yeah. in between, but it's yeah. very, very simple. But yeah, I'm sure a lot of people do see this. It's like, yeah, you just finished writing the rules and just send it to publish. You yep. just yeah. send exactly. it out to the magic zone. That's right. That's exactly what happens. Just your local uh, your Staples or Kinkos or, or whatever. Just to fire it all off. <laughs> I wish it was that easy, man. That'd be great. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I you know. I, listeners have been hearing a lot of guest episodes recently, so they're probably not surprised that I'm going to ask you about how y'all got into RPGs. Because um, I, I think that is one of the... It's it's a, it's a nice little starting point for everybody because it's the common denominator. We all here play RPGs. And everybody's way of getting into it is just that fun little story. <laughs> like Nobody's just like, oh, you know, I was just really bored and just cracked up in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so w- which one of y'all would want to go about how you all got into tabletop RPGs? Well, I'll, I'll jump in just because okay. I'm the, the old man of the group here. Um, <laughs> the, the, oh, actually real quick. Do you all want to say what like the relation is? Cause you all have the same last name. You're sure. I'm, yeah. Know. So I'm, uh, I'm Emily and Jack's uh, dad. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, with RPGs, I started, uh, actually playing in, uh, in high school um, and it's funny, actually, I was just listening to uh, one of your episodes, Trevor, and they were talking about their first RPG, um, and I forget her name, but it was the most recent episode. Um, she oh, Lauren Urban, yeah. Plays the oboe. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as well as very fascinating that she makes her own reads. I, Dude, was, I that, know. That, I was like, what? That's crazy. But it was crazy, but it was very cool. It was very cool. Um, and uh, But anyways, uh, I, I had a, a little chuckle to myself when she talked about that uh, the first time she her experience with RPGs is she got the red box. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my first experience. Um, nice. Like way back in, in the 80s, the, the, the early 80s, uh, I got the red box and um, was hooked on D&D. And then um, uh, my two, uh, two best friends, we were totally into comics and superheroes. And we started playing a game called Villains and Vigilantes. Which was a oh, a, I've heard of that one. Yeah, uh, um, 
uh, a superhero role playing game, and it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, they used to they were both extremely good uh, artists, and we used to record our sessions, and they would draw comic books of of the adventures that we had. Oh, that's which so is, cool! Yeah, so I've got uh, you know probably a dozen uh, paper comic books here that uh, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty neat in, in my whole pile of nostalgia. <laughs> See, wife... this is what I'm saying. No one has a boring story about it. That's fascinating. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got to hang on to them because they'll, they'll come in handy one day. Um, yeah. And then uh, as my kids got older, uh, well, we also used to play um, the original Star Wars role-playing game, which was, uh, uh, that was a blast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then as my kids got older, uh, they they started playing as well. They they enjoyed it. So I'll, I'll pass it I off guess to I them. Ch- I guess I could have assumed that, that, that y'all got into RPGs because you're dead. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, that's bit. pretty fair. Pretty fair <laughs> it it would have been fun if it, if he was all just like, I, I, we'll see if they just find it themselves. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's it all a secret. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, then I, I guess a good question would be uh, for for y'all is, what's your first memory of tabletop RPGs? Ooh. Ooh. Come I... with come with a curveball. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think. Uh... Jack and I played some vigil- villains of vigilantes. I think was the first one that I did, like okay. way back, <laughs> way back. And, I can't really and remember. The years of your yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I pulled out the the box from the cupboard with the you know that blew off the dust off the top and the very careful. You, you got to put white gloves on to handle the book because the pages are so delicate. <laughs> and I think I think you probably ran us through probably the most boiled down version of the game that you could have done for us as well because we were probably like three, nine four, or, like, no, a little older. Than that, <laughs> but like, yeah, but like, but yeah, like a little bit older. And I feel like I I've seen those character sheets where we like drew our characters and you, like you can't even tell what they are really. Like, oh oh, Jack, style. we found them. We found them we when we were them. we were cleaning out this room. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. They, they it's old. It's like it's like stick figure bad. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I think um I, I mean I think one of my earliest memories of kind of trying to play different tabletop games is that and then also one Christmas I wanted D and D so bad and we tried and it was D and D fourth edition. Ah. And I think I I was oh, I'll have to double check like how old I was when that came out and we tried and we tried so hard to play. <laughs> I have never and felt was, more yeah. inadequate. I've never felt more inadequate as a dad and as a as a provider to my children and as as the you know the the original you know uh, all knowing dad as to oh I know RPGs I know you know Dungeons oh yeah I played all those things and then getting fourth edition and it would basically it was Greek and I had <laughs> well the thing is, is that the the thing is is that and I only read this later many years later is that fourth edition was instead of a jumping off point and written towards an audience of people with their first time playing D was written for the veterans yeah and i mean at that point dad like you hadn't played D in a long long time because the majority <laughs> yeah. of it would have been star wars or villains vigilantes and yeah so it was just like it was like reading a different language and trying to decipher it and i think we tried like one session on christmas day with my uncle and we just yeah. like we all passed it around trying to figure it out, and nobody could do it. And, like, <laughs> yeah, it was so depressing. You're making me think that because I I started with fourth edition, but I started with their red box version, and it was very handholdy and was just like, okay, here's when you do this, here's when you call for this. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm thinking about it, like thinking back to those books, yeah, if I had tried to start with those books, 
I, I, I probably wouldn't have gotten into it. No, yeah, we, we tried to start with the books, and yeah, we are just, yeah. Um, the, the, the advantage, though, from that is that I think that, you know, Jack and I in, correct me if I'm wrong, Jack, but in, you know, in writing this game and in, in putting the, the thought into this game, we, we drew on those experiences. And so <laughs> we're trying to make it as, as simple and as straightforward as possible. Um, mm-hmm. So everything has value. Even though we yeah. we all cried that Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I definitely think there's something to be said. There was like that, even like I don't like I, I don't want to I don't ever want to call like certain RPGs bad, but there's ones that I don't like. I'll put it that way. There's ones that I've read that I'm like, mm, not for me. But there's something in it that I'm like, that's cool. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Just as the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the great things about RPGs, and especially um, the way that we've kind of gone about writing this one is the fact that in in almost a selfish sense we're writing a game that we want to play oh we're not we're not really writing it for a wide audience right because you need you need your niche like you can't there's never going to be an rpg that is just blanket for everybody you can have blanket Mm -hmm. systems that find their niche like powered by the apocalypse or um fate but Mm-hmm. You, even then you need to break it down into more of a niche industry from there or genre rather um and and that's what we're doing right like i had a conversation with somebody the other day at my work and they were asking me all sorts of questions and i was going on and on and on and on and on superhero this superhero that uh, like superhero <laughs> game superhero game. and i was like so would you be like interested and the, the guy i was like oh no i don't actually like superheroes and i was like it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh I just talked this guy's ear off for like 30 minutes all about like superhero this and that. And I, and I was like, well, that's fair because it's not for everybody. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry I just wasted your time. But yeah. Oh, See, I, I, you've now made me feel like I'm a drug dealer of RPGs because I've 100% done this where I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, D&D, you go and you fight goblins, you fight dragons. And like you have these amazing like political intrigue conversations like, yeah, fancy doesn't really do it for me. Okay, how about sci-fi? I got Starfinder right over here. <laughs> like, I literally sat with someone and talked to them, and I had, and I was not trying to sell it. I was just trying, I just want to talk about RPGs more. And so I'm like, what genre do you like? I can get in here. And in. <laughs> there, there's, there's so much, and there's there's so many different yeah. ones, and it's they're so fun to talk about. Like, I'm I'm fairly certain, similar to um how I've always viewed like musical theater and theater like there's of course there's people who say ah it's not for me I don't like it but there's always a show there's always something there's always a game that you can show somebody that 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 gets them right like some people Mm -hmm. they don't like superheroes they don't really like sci-fi they don't like uh Dungeons and Dragons and it's like okay well here's an RPG that it's just like modern day political intrigue things like that or or Mm -hmm. mystery or something like that and there's always something that'll fit somebody and that's the beauty of the industry is that there's so many different genres and there's so many different systems right it's like oh I like fantasy Mm -hmm. I don't like a d20 system uh have you tried Powered by the Apocalypse right like have you like it's just awesome I, I'm genuinely surprised this is the first time I've ever heard role-playing games equated to musicals. That I feel like that, I feel like oh, that should have happened earlier oh, in my well, life. <laughs> well, there, there's a reason for that. Is we're, our whole family um, is, uh, is a musical theater family. We're, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we are. Um, uh, my wife and I uh, own a performing arts studio. With uh, that, we teach kids age three to eighteen uh, musical theater, That's song, so cool. song, dance, acting, all that kind of stuff. Um, we've been, you know, in the industry here in Vancouver for 
well, my wife and I for forever, for decades, and the kids since they were little. Um, Jack graduated more to backstage, and then uh, and then the movies and you know computer uh, graphics and and visual, making things visual explode. Effects. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, I work Emily, in production in the visual effects industry now. So yeah, okay, yeah, okay. And Emily's <laughs> an onstage person and a director, choreographer, and yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so freaking cool! I love that. That's so like not only your family of RPG makers, your family <laughs> of musical theater. I love it. I love it so much. You, you, you'll you'll enjoy the story. I at one point in in my relationship with my wife, I I, I said to someone like, "Yeah, no, nah, I don't really like musicals," and she stops and looks at me. I'm like, "What?" She goes, "You love Phantom of the Opera like to an unhealthy degree, <laughs> and you you will if anyone starts talking about Moulin Rouge, you will not shut up." <laughs> this is um i had um one of my cousins who they they're always very supportive and they always come out to everything we do but i wouldn't say that they're very big on musical theaters mm-hmm. right like just classic like supporting family they'll come and watch the shows and everything um and then i've then then never really talk about musical theater beyond that and i was over at their house once and one of them was rapping one of the songs from hamilton and oh my I was god! Like, I was like, "Do you you know Hamilton?" And he was like, "There's this whole musical that's just rapping about American history." And I was like, "I was like, yeah." I was like, "I know." <laughs> yeah, I was so proud. I was so happy. And he was just like, he was just grooving. He was just like playing a video game, and he was just like, like doing the whole thing, like the whole opening oh my of god. Hamilton, awesome. like all the different characters and. The um, uh, yeah yeah my my wife my wife got me more into musicals over the year and when Hamilton had had Disney Plus I was like oh cool I can finally watch it and I hit that thing running like I listened to that CD like on loop for three weeks straight I woke up one morning and turned my point I did the entire George Washington intro in my dream sweet <laughs> <laughs> <That's> amazing <laughs> um but uh but anyway I could go on about that um uh, so so I guess I guess the question is like so you you y'all grew up in uh, loving RPGs and everything, playing as a family, which I absolutely love. That's uh, adorable. I love it. Uh, but how? What, what? What was the point where you were like, okay, I want to. I want to make a system, and we're gonna go more into the system in the next topic. But like, what was it that was like? I got something here. Well, there was a there. There was a game that was um, on a Kickstarter, and I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say the title of it because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to throw shade. But there was a there was a. <laughs> There was a, a game on a Kickstarter uh, years ago that um, Jack and I were pretty excited about, and uh, we decided to support, you know, to support it. And mm-hmm. uh, it took years and everything, but we finally we got it. And you know, the box arrives at the house from the level, you know, the rewards level that that uh, yeah. that we did. Uh, the box arrives at the house, and and actually, you know what? Actually, it was it's probably a great game, but it was very much like fourth edition D anD. d like this is it's such a good example is that superheroes yeah. is a genre we love nonstop, oh. absolutely love it, and it we just are, didn't work for us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's we a are per- perfect example of that, right? Perfect. Like, not to even say that, like, oh, it's a bad game or anything. It's just it no, just wasn't no. for us. This wasn't for us. And so mm-hmm. we, and again, I don't know which one of us said it first. Uh, we were like, wow, this is you know, we really want to, we really want to you know play something, and and maybe we should just write our own. And so when we started, I don't think either one of us thought it would be something that we, you know, necessarily publish and, and all that stuff. But it was something that we created, uh, you know, the whole world and stuff that that we could play and have fun with. And it's just kind of grown from there. Okay. The, 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 I I, the, I know there has been a few times with me where I'm like, 
oh man, I wish I I wish there was a game that was like this. And I sit down and I start thinking about it. I'm like, nope, I, my brain doesn't work this way. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and like I said, we're gonna go to the the mechanics and like how you how you all did that from it. But what what I really do love is. You know, I podcasting is my thing. So I, I absolutely love that y'all were like, well, we got a new system and we really like it. Let's make a podcast. So like, how, how did that conversation start? Um, I think it almost started from um, from a playtesting standpoint, because like one of the things about the, the game design is you just need to be playtesting nonstop all the time. Playtest, 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 what works, what doesn't work. And then we were like, well, you know what? we're doing it anyways, right? <laughs> we're, we're doing it anyways. We're all huge fans of the Adventure Zone and, like, the Crit Show and shows like that of actual play. And you know what? And it's like, there is no actual play podcasts of Legends because it's it's our own thing. So why not be the first ones? Like, we're, we're playing it anyways. We have, a, we have yeah. a group that we're playing nonstop, testing things out. And, I mean, that's one of the things that happens on the show a lot is that episode to episode, sometimes some of the rules change because it's something that we didn't expect or we find out that it doesn't really work and things like that. So it is a story that, that we all want to tell, and it is a story-driven um podcast but at the same time it is it is still play testing and and it it, mm-hmm. it is yeah so it comes from comes from kind of both aspects that we've always wanted to do a podcast like that um it's also the first of its kind because it's our own system that we're using um but then also <laughs> at the same time it is it is a form of play testing for us so i i love that and because that, that that makes sense like you, you're you're playing it and whatnot and you you say the eventually i'm gonna be honest got a big adventure zone vibe just listening to it and i and that was one of the things i absolutely loved about it is it's got like and i I don't mean that as like your copy i'm not i don't mean like that it's got it's got that whimsical feel to it where it's something different and i want to know more if that makes sense Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. i mean it's a huge inspiration and i mean like we're not plagiarizing we're not copying yeah yeah, like that but like you can see where the inspiration comes from for sure i think so yeah, just yeah. just because our main characters are named Mako, uh, Burl, <laughs> and, and Angus. Uh, no, I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. Oh totally man, kidding. we do have a McElroy in the show, though. We have an NPC. That, and that yeah. was a hundred percent an accident. Oh, I, just, I like, love that though. Like that's like at, at one point, like they were like, "Oh, what's this person's name of who they were saving?" And one of our one of the people we play with, Daniel Cardoso. I was like, "Oh, I need a name." I was like, "Uh, uh Daniel," and I was like, "Oh, why did I say that?" <laughs> It's just yeah. Sometimes when you put on the spot, you know, to come up with. Oh a yeah, and... yeah. No, that's why a lot of uh, goblins in my game are called Goblin and Goblin Face. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, but Emily, you're 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 part of another podcast, also. Yes, I am. Tabletop titties. That's right. We had Char on uh, yeah. recently this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we, was. Was this happen? Did these get started around the same time, or were you already doing tabletop titties with it? No, so Legends definitely happened first, and we had recorded quite okay. a bit with Legends. Um, I, I should say I am an I'm much more of an RPG newbie. I played a tiny bit in university, and then it just died. That died out because scheduling. Um, and then I really only picked it back up again this year with Legends. Um, okay. So I would say I know Legends more than any other system at this point. Um, like even playing D&D with tabletop titties, I'm like, uh, what's the rules? I need to Google. Um, <laughs> but after listening to all of the Adventure Zone in, in an unhealthily short amount of time, um, 
uh, I just and just looking at other shows, I was like, I would love to hear more not dude voices on shows. Yes. And then with uh, Amanda, who's on Legends and uh, some other friends from school uh, reached out and then Char and Kelly had the streaming um, experience with uh, Vampire by Night or Vancouver by Night. So it turned into a stream as well. And it's just kind of snowballed. But doing them That's simultaneously cool. is fun. I like it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> I actually, now that I'm trying to think of like, is, I think, I can't think of many people who are on multiple podcast actual plays. It's lots of fun. I quite enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> well, Emily is also, um, just to, <laughs> to pump her tires a little more. Oh, no. Uh, she's also just kind of dove headlong into, uh, into the whole uh, technical side of it as well. Like she, she edits both shows. Um, puts together the promos, works on our social media, um, everything. Like it's, uh, That's you know, so ja- cool. Jack and I are tied up with the game development mm-hmm. and, and working on that. And every, Emily basically takes care of everything else. So, um, yeah. And uh, that's a pretty steep learning curve, I think, over well, the I past think, few like, months. I think like COVID was like a factor in the fact that I had a lot of time to watch a lot mm. of how-to YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. well, that's just a lot of, a lot of instructional videos. <laughs> the, the, uh, so someone was totally like, oh man, you're really good with Audacity. I'm like, no, I'm really good with Google. Yes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I forget stuff I learned about Audacity week to week. <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. It took me, I would say probably until, like we started recording Legends and like editing Legends June, July, I would say. And it took me until probably December to be able to edit without actually like going to my like little how-to uh, Google Doc I made for myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That That's a good idea. I have not done that. <laughs> I just kind of open Audacity and hope for the best. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also fair. That, that is, that's awesome. I, I love that. So yeah, er, everyone... You're, you're all, I, I'm just, I, I don't know, I'm over here just like, y'all working so hard. I, I just love this. This is great. <laughs> well, well, part of the, yeah, and, and part of the appeal of this whole thing is that, you know, as a dad, um, mm-hmm. it, it's so cool to be able to, to work with my kids. Um, <laughs> we've had the, we've had an advantage, or, or I think it's an advantage over the years that we've always, you know, with the exception of, you know, Jack moving to New Zealand. Um, but even <laughs> then we're, we're close, you know, over over zoom or, or we talk to each other all the time, but we've always been a super close family in as much as, you know, when the kids are growing up, if we did a show, we were all doing a show. We were all involved in some aspect. Um, you know, if we're, we're doing this, um, we're, we're all involved and it's, uh, again, as a dad, it's, it's, I love it. It's amazing to be able to work with your kids. That is wholesome as hell, and I really do love that. I'm going to drink a glass of milk right now. And actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, J- Jack, you you uh, run the the game. You're the well. What's what is, is there a title for it in your system? Like, is it GM or we go GM? Yeah, game master. Okay, okay. So he, um, he makes us call him Lord High Jack, though. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Papa Jack. Papa That's Jack. true. I'm Papa Jack. Papa Jack. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so the is the is the world that you're running in this one is that going to be like what's in the book is like they're going to be like a thing in there about like here's 
Olympus or New Olympus and all that stuff? Yeah, so New Olympus is a shared creation between my dad and I. Um, so we basically, anytime there's like something new in New Olympus, it's like, you good with this or like you go with that like like back and forth between <laughs> us or like like even like an hour and a half before we jumped on this call i like was messaging him i was like hey can i call you i got a quick idea for something <laughs> like <so laughs> i it's, love that it, it's very collaborative the two of us creating everything and it will be when the game is published the we i mean we encourage playing in whatever setting you want but mm. if you want a setting to play in that's like it'll probably end up being like a third of the book even like the setting heroes villains different enemies different groups inside new olympus like that is that is the main book setting yeah that's awesome uh the the thing that i really like about the setting that i've heard so far is and, and like i i absolutely mean this way cuz i know some people would take this about it like it feels it does feel kind of anime but like not in a copy sort of way like it's not like like i i know like if i said oh it's kind of like an anime with superheroes the people were like my hero academia i'm like no <laughs> it's like but it, it's its own thing like i i i i really like the style of how everything is and like you even in the first episode you were you're referencing real locations you're like this is kind of how it is and i like that it gives it more of that uh, like real world feeling of being a location than just this is anime city xxx (laughs) (laughs) like like what it's 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 somewhere in the world like i i like that there was a I, i got an idea of how this world is and then when i went to y'all's website and i saw the artwork that is so freaking cool uh, and 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 I, I need to explain a little bit more of that because I, y- y'all think it's cool. I know it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, what are the things with me with uh, superhero RPGs? Because there have I've seen a few of them here and there. Is that the art the artwork of the heroes kind of looks parody? Mm. Where like mm. I I'll see the cover of it. I'm like. Okay, well, that's obviously supposed to be that hero. That's obviously supposed to be that. But, like, the artwork for y'all's heroes looks so freaking cool and original and looks like they came out of their own comic book. And... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and that that is, like, entirely... We can we can thank um, Stefan Toshev, our artist, for that. He is just fantastic. And a lot of the time, we just... We'll send him not reference images, not we'll send him like a short description and we just let mm-hmm. him run with it. And and we say we like your style, we like what you're doing. Um more please, more like it just <laughs> like, and, and, and we'll just be like, Hey, it's it, it's this person, they have this power, we like these colors for them. Posing, overall look, things like that, completely up to you. And mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like the amount of times we've ever gone back with notes, like I think we've done like 50 some odd pieces so far, maybe a little bit less, like 40 to 50 pieces so far. And the amount of times that we've actually had like notes on things, maybe like three or four characters. Cause it's just, it's just fantastic. Like what he's doing and, and coming up with. So, and we're very, very happy about it too. It's <laughs> super original. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's got a awesome. super, super cool, again, super, super cool, <laughs> yeah. uh, super cool style. And uh, yeah, couldn't be happier. Um, yeah, one of, like, one of the characters I definitely want to call it was, uh, was Persephone, because, like, the artwork is, it looks like it's a D&D superhero, and I, yeah. and that's so oh, freaking that's cool. cool. That's cool, that's yeah. a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, it, well, I, I think the reason why that's in my head is I, ha- I have a game coming, a one-shot, and another player and I are like, what if we were superheroes in Faerun? <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. super cool. 
Um, but yeah, so um, well, but before before we do uh, we we take uh, the the mid show break, why don't why don't you give listeners who may not have heard of the show the the like the pitch for the show? Sure, um, Jack or. My tweet that I've got is Legends of Superhero Story is an actual superhero actual play podcast using the brand new Legends the Superhero role playing system written by the guys at Match Play Games is like my tweet pitch <laughs> that fits in the characters. <laughs> and, 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 and also we, we had our promo where we, you know, do you ever want do you ever dream of being a superhero? Um, yeah. You know, we've created a world that you can play in where anything is possible and the customization is possible. Um, and again, like Jack said, you can, you can put it in the real world if you want, or you can, uh, you know, play in the sandbox that we've created. So, um, customization is key and, uh, sky's the limit. That's awesome. All right. We're going to take our mid show break for uh, our champions loot section, where we're going to give out code for idle champions. This week's code is H A L E G A N T. B-R-I-S. Put that code into Idle Champions on any of the numerous platforms it's available on and get an Electrum chest on us and you can get all the fun little loot to kick evil's butt and do all the adventures and the stuff and the things. and the, Just play the game. I, can't, I mean, we'd give you a code every week. Come on, play the game. It's so good. You can vote right now and do unfair seas and mess things up or, you know, make things nice. Like, does a Kraken need an infinite amount of tentacles? I mean... If you go by B, Dave, yeah, it's a good, boats are high. You know what? Just just go vote. Just go play the game. Go vote. Use the code. Get some loot and have some fun. And now back to a Trevor that didn't set me up for a joke. Thank you, future Trevor. Uh, so the DC spotlight for this week is obviously going to be the uh, legends. Like, go listen to the show. Go listen to them uh, in this amazing freaking uh, super cool uh, superhero <laughs> show uh, that is very unique and uh, is a blast to listen to. Uh, like I said, it's got uh, some uh, very uh, Adventure Zone vibes to it. And uh, again, not in the copy way. It's, it's good. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> um, And there's how many episodes are there now? I think there's 27. 27. Yeah. 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 So you have plenty of lists. Are you going on a road trip? Here's here, here's your <laughs> here's your playlist. Um, but yeah. So the second part of the show, I, I want to talk about Legends itself. Because I'm very fascinated with this. I'm, I, like I said, I've seen other superhero RPGs out there, and there's always been like something about not. I'm not talking about the art style, like the system itself. Where I read, it, I'm just like, oh, that's a weird way to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> but but from what I've been hearing of the system on the show, it, this is this is sounding uh, different, but also familiar. So what is how, how does how does Legends work? Um, so it is our own kind of custom D20 system, um, based on, it's a D20 system, um, pretty point by in its customization. So the way that if you're making a hero, you get a certain amount of points for your skills. Um, you get a certain amount of points depending on the type of kind of campaign setting you want to play. Um, cause we like to take inspiration. If you want to play like a really low powered, like nitty gritty street level campaign, you'll get less points, but if you want to go up all the way to, like, the god tier, like, everybody's got every single power, like, all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff, like, that's totally doable as well. And so we've got, you get your point by, and we've split powers up into three tiers, A tier, B tier, and C tier. There's a hundred different powers in the game, 
And, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so got, I did not know that. <laughs> you've got, um, but we have to add in, Jack, we, sorry, we do have to add in um, read making for a cello. I think we're all in agreement. Powers the game. <laughs> yeah, that's um, I think we all agree. That is, I'm just, I'm so blown away by that. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's the coolest thing ever. Lauren would 100% be down, I think, to help you make a power for remaking. <laughs> and the fact that she said, like, she makes two or three and that lasts her for a week. And I'm like, what? Holy cow. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, see, see, there you go. There, that, that's your that's your uh, balancing mechanic there. Yeah. It's only going to last this long in game. Exactly. See, you can make it work. Exactly. Sorry, Jack. I apologize. <laughs> oh, no worries. Um, yeah, so 100 different powers. We've got 25 C tier. 50 B tier and 25 A tier. And the way that we kind of broke things up is C tier. Think of it as kind of average everyday powers. Like it's still a superpower, but it's just slightly above your level of, of the normality. And it's mainly personal based powers. You're not really good. It's not like a world shaking. Um, mm-hmm. And there's not many that'll be affecting other people. B tier is your kind of, is a heavy mid range and there is a bit of a, a range in there as well between powers that just affect yourself like but are still more powerful things like invisibility or flight ranging all the way to like density control where you can affect other people but you can also affect yourself and then a tier are your big big ones like earth control um making constructs immortality resurrection things like that like uh, the the higher ones that really affect the world the more the really powerful ones essentially yeah. right like yeah <laughs> And, we and from to... there, oh, every power has their own abilities underneath it. So when you're first starting out, you might just have one ability or two abilities coming from that power. And as you level up, you can choose to either enhance those abilities that you have. So you can make them have better accuracy, better damage, or do additional things. Or you can flesh out and go wider and get more abilities within those powers. So you might be doing things like making a fire shield if you have fire powers, or uh, like a heavier fire blast, things like that. So um, within the 100 powers, then there's probably, I would assume, maybe like another 100 to 200 different abilities under there so um our our, one of our big goals was that if you have two people who want to take like fire powers for example you could have somebody who plays like the human torch and like they light themselves on fire and they fly around or you could have somebody who plays like say like zuko or pyro like pyro like it manipulates fire or is is much more not fire based on themselves but fire in Mm -hmm. an environment right so um you could have two people with the same powers, but that play in completely different ways. And that was one of our big, big aims to do. And also we had um, the basic, one of our basic things as well is that we just kept reminding ourselves, everybody is different, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody is, has an appeal to, to different heroes Um, uh, or different heroes appeal to different people. So, I mean, so like we have to be able to, provide people a platform that if they want to play Thor, they can play Thor. Or if they want to play <laughs> Batman, they can play Batman. If they want to play, you know, Invincible or or whoever, mm-hmm. there is a way that within the confines of our universe that we've created, there's a way for them to do that. Yes. And then also, um, you know, ways that the GMs are available or um, able to balance out their encounters with them. Because of course, like the Avengers, you've got, you know, Thor, um, Iron Man, but then you've also got Hawkeye and Black Widow. How do you balance out those adventures, right? The same as the Justice mm-hmm. League. 
you know, Batman is a certain power level. Martian Manhunter is a whole completely different, or Superman is a completely <laughs> different thing. How do you balance out that story? So there's there's different aspects in there as well. This to uh, you know to to customize things and um, and basically make it whatever you want to do. Okay, okay. I'm I'm blown away with the amount of, like abilities and powers like that. <laughs> That that gets like there's a slight nervousness there for me of like character creation, but the other side was like I want to read all of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to know. It's it's a lot to pick from, especially being a new player jumping into the system. Um, we always kind of recommend in advance, like kind of have roughly an idea of somebody that you'd want to play, because otherwise mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm just gonna choose when I get there, and it's like, all right, boom, like here's your yeah. like. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I have this many points and I could do this and this. And, and that's another thing is like, um, for the point wise, like an A tier power costs more than a B or C tier power would. And, and starting out with character creation, depending on the campaign setting, you can only have one A tier power to start um, because okay. they are quite a lot more powerful um, than. Um, they're a bit more powerful than B tier, but they're quite a lot more powerful than C tier, right? So it costs like four power points to get an A tier, while getting a C is only one. So you could really kit yourself out with a whole bunch of gadgets and fighting styles and be Batman and just get like all C tier powers. Or you can be like, oh yeah, I can like level a building and I'm like A tier (laughs) strength, like super, super, super strong. But like, that's my thing, right? Mm -hmm. So. But before I get to, get to my next question, the one thing that I, I wanted to to put in here, because like the, the amount that you're doing makes me really happy because one of my favorite games when I was a teenager was City of Heroes. I don't know if you're all familiar with uh, that MMO. Huge, huge fans, oh, that's, both yeah. my dad and I. <laughs> oh, dude, that, that, that game was so much fun. That was the sad, one of the, honest, honestly, and I don't, I'm not exaggerating, one of the saddest days was the day when uh, I found out that they were they were dropping it. NCSoft was dropping oh. it, and I told Jack, and we were we were absolutely crushed because I can remember playing City Heroes. Jack sitting on my lap, and just all his responsibility was to press the one, two, or three, which activated the powers, <laughs> and I would yeah. move the character around. Um, it was just yeah, like again, we were just such huge superhero <laughs> dorks that mm-hmm. that was our jam. And then City of Villains came out and all this stuff. Oh yeah, and so no, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Love that and we actually take a lot of inspiration from from like we take inspiration from so many different things, but like yeah. with different abilities and and like and currently we're, we've been thinking about changing up the name a little bit, but currently the, uh, enhancements, right? It's like enhancements for your pre existing abilities. Mm-hmm. That's like. That's something from City of Heroes that we've been heavily, heavily inspired from. Um, I love it. Yeah. Well, the the, yeah. the thing that I was gonna say is like I I I what you were saying there with the difference between Human Torch and like Pyro, I love that because that was kind of one of the things that always irked me about uh, uh, City of Heroes was that it's like I had gravity powers. I could I could kind of customize them, but if anyone else had gravity powers, we were doing the same thing. Yeah. And so the fact that like you you're having these mechanics branch from this type of power, I love that. That that gets me excited to hear because one of my biggest concerns when I see a, a superhero RPG is the fact that I'm like, well, if I play a Batman character, I'm the same as every other Batman like character. And so hearing that there is that variety, that gets me pumped. I, I'm I'm that that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um one of the things I want to ask was, um, so you get more powers as as you as you because you guys level right, like you level yes. up. Yes, yeah. Um, it, it's it's up to you. So you have when you when you level up, you get training points, and you can use them to 
enhance existing like you can just enhance your existing abilities you can get new abilities you can enhance your skills or you can bank them and get new powers as you level up as well oh see i love that that's speaking to star wars edge of the empire on me and i i (laughs) I love oh my god nothing made me happier than like throwing out points in edge of the empire and players like sitting there like almost like spreadsheet wise like okay but if i hold on to these points in like two levels i can get this <laughs> like i i love that sort of play i might have a uh, spreadsheet with- yeah. <laughs> perfect and, and that's one of the ways in like a, a medium powered because that's what we're playing like in in the legends that's mm-hmm. generally what we play is the medium powered campaign and that's a way to get a, a second a tier power is you bank the points but you have to choose am i going to bank the points i think you have to bank them for three five levels, levels. five five levels uh, oh yeah oh yeah yeah so you bank them for five levels to get another a tier power and that's a lot that you're missing out on but mm-hmm. you're also getting another a tier power right so boom <laughs> yeah, exactly right so it's totally up to the character and at any point if you're like say you go up to like you're up at like level four and you're um you're like ah you know what i actually see my character kind of going in a different route spend those points like like they're, they're not like locked in or anything mm-hmm. by the rules right like you you spend them and with, with having that many points you could get a, a like a couple b tier powers you could get a c tier like if you if you wanted to go and get or you can just enhance your mm-hmm. existing abilities or purchase new abilities like so yeah we I just really wanted it to be like take it in any route that you as a character wanted to within the confines of the setting in the game so and okay. i think it's and a lot of that comes from um you know again playing playing village vigilante so for so long uh it's a great game absolutely great mm-hmm. game. like i say i grew up on it so i introduced the kids to it um i even have they made a comics from it like it's it's a cool <laughs> game um but it was very much you know you pick this power now you've got that power and that's mm-hmm. it end, end of story yeah. and so that's something we wanted to do is be able to know like you got it this is just the beginning what do you you know and also when you get a when you get an ability and a power do you really think you'd know how to do everything with it to right to begin with? Like, do you just get it and okay, now I can do everything, right? I can. Oh yeah, I, no, I, that, that's that's a good superhero plot lies when like suddenly you know they they got that almost like DBZ moment where they power up even further and they exactly. their power yeah. explodes and stuff. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> well, there's there's been cases that have come up in the podcast too where, and this is the this is kind of the fun thing for us is that we don't the four of us players um, all talk to Jack uh, individually about if if we're taking uh, a new ability or a new enhancement on our powers. We don't mm. necessarily tell the other four. So Jack is able to weave it into the narrative um, that, you know, okay, this horrible, tragic thing happens, but then something miraculous happens and the player is able to pull something out of their back pocket that they've never done before. You know, that's cool. That, yeah, exactly. It, it's like, like, for instance, in the Captain Marvel movie, when she's falling mm-hmm. from space and she's, you know, the powers are the energy's flashing around her and stuff like that. And you think, Oh my God, you know, for all of us who follow comics, we know she can fly. Yeah. But yeah. But so other, those are bad people like, holy, holy crap. Is she going to hit the ground? Like how tough is she? And then boom, she flies. Like that's yep. such a great cinematic moment mm-hmm. um, that, uh, yeah. So that's, that's kind of what we had in mind. Yeah. That, that's really cool. That, that gets, that gets me pumped. I like, I'm, I'm loving this. So the, uh, the Emily, the, the, I, I want to turn to you for a moment and, because you know they they created the game, and obviously you're you're in that 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 conversation as well. But how is character creation? Um, I it's it bounces back and forth. Um, I think because I've at this point I've created quite a few characters, so I kind of mm. know 
what I like to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also can hack Jack as a GM because he rolls a lot of agility rolls. So I know if I stack that, I'm going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> that, gets, that gets into the little bit of meta. Though, a, little, yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. A little, a little bit. bit. A little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, but I definitely, I as, I as a player, I like to draw from different inspirations and i'll be like oh they're like if you put this character with this character together that's who they would be um and it also just has to do with whatever like kind of um media i'm intaking at the time um -hmm. at the end of the month we're doing a charity live stream that i'm gming um and it's set in a super summer camp and i just reread all of the percy jackson series which was kind of really perfect for that um that's awesome but yeah so like i I think it's I really enjoy the character creation of it um, and then also plan the planning ahead like I said like I definitely have a spreadsheet for the podcast of where I want my character to go mm-hmm. that which changes so often I just redid it completely the other day um, <laughs> hey Jack I redid my spreadsheet you should take a look at it um, <laughs> um, but it's great I really like it and it's been cool to create characters with like the creators of the game as well because they're like oh well if you do that then you can't do that and i'm like all right okay awesome (laughs) thank you for correcting me (laughs) we just enjoy telling Uh, you no that's also okay (laughs) that's why i Um, can't wait to be the gm and tell you no (laughs) (laughs) um so how how does like because i i like i said i love rules i love reading about and everything but one of the parts that always gets me giddy is getting to the dice mechanics of it so how does the d20 uh get involved in this like what what how how is it used so um what we do is your like combat attributes are based off your skills and mm-hmm. um what we do is we just do a kind of try to keep it as simple as possible it's just a roll over your defense score to hit and but your defense score can come from different skills you only get to take it once but it might come from your senses because you know you're sensing your environment kind of spider-man you got your danger sense it might come from your agility also kind of spider-man or daredevil or like but also (laughs) might come from your and it might come from your speed as well because if you're really fast you would naturally kind of have a higher defense so ties always go to the player um so if, if, if they tie on their to hit roll they they get the hit, but if I tie them on my to hit roll, th- they don't get hit. So ties always go to the player. Um, okay, uh, actually, on that, Jack, Jack, sorry, can I jump in there? Because mm-hmm. you said something to me um, a, f- a couple of months ago that I thought was absolutely brilliant, and because and also because Trevor, you just kind of went, oh, when he went ties go mm-hmm. to the player, <laughs> because it's a superhero game, or because it's a, or you could be villains, I guess, if you wanted to, but because mm-hmm. um, Jack, you mentioned to me, and I, I forget where you read it that it was that heroes don't miss right yes something yes, and something happens and jack is so good at this that if we i mean we miss all the time but jack, <laughs> also in the context of the world in the context of the game jack always comes up with this really cool reason why we miss <laughs> yeah so it was, it's not uh, yeah 
it, it was on like a like a GM advice subreddit or something like mm-hmm. that. Is that is that heroes don't miss because there's nothing it, like everybody has their nights where they're just rolling like garbage, right? Like over and over. Hello. And over again, right? <laughs> <laughs> All the there, time. There, there's a big difference in being like, oh, you missed, oh, you missed, oh, you missed, and being like, oh, you run in and and they grabbed you and flipped you over, or you run in and like you just like dented their armor plating, or like it's just more of a narrative way of doing it, and it's still rewarding to a player. Um, mm-hmm. Because then it's not just like, oh, you miss moving on to the person who's having a great night with their roles, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. they're, they're trained heroes. They they shouldn't be just like blasting and missing nonstop, right? Mm-hmm. But also, there's trained villains. So so it goes to say that they're blocking or they're dodging out of the way of like nearly missing and things like that. Um, yeah. So um, I, I think the other side is like, it's just cool. Like, it's just awesome. Like that, I, yeah. I feel like, I mean that I think everyone wants their RPG to be cool and awesome, but like it's a superhero RPG. Like exactly. you're gonna be cool, you're gonna be yeah. awesome. Like yeah. you should get some of that in there because you're right. Like if you if you are you're in your full costume and everything, and you are just rolling one after one after yeah. one. That <laughs> sucks. Like yeah, it does. And it's just yeah. like, how did I get here again? <laughs> exactly. And that also doesn't like. I mean, it's in the name Legends, right? Like that's one of like kind of our core idea is you start out a little bit underpowered a lot of the time but it is throughout your superhero career how you grow into a legend right and i love that and is a legend like a level 15 like 15 is our max level um there, there's rules to like go beyond that but 15 being our max level is a legend really gonna be missing is a person who can like shake the world itself with their earth control powers like really just gonna be like oh i missed and it's like, oh, I'm actually like shaking the continent that you're on, but I I missed like like something like that. Right? Like so, it comes down to narrative. But um, going back to to like mechanics, um, so ties always go to the player, and then in combat, um, a one is a miss no matter what. Your nat one is a miss no matter what. Um, but again, it doesn't have to be a miss miss. Um, but then a twenty. <laughs> is a crit and a 20 is you get max damage from what your role would have done so say you're rolling um energy damage power damage um and you that's a 1d20 you get 20 damage plus a roll of 1d20 on top of it i love that right i so heard that like, in the first episode i'm like that's how i roll crits in yeah. D. I love that because yeah. <laughs> again that's something that sucks is like oh you get to roll double damage oh i rolled two oh, ones. I know. And it's like, that doesn't feel very super, does it? Right? So this, at least... (laughs) That was legitimately the reason why I did it in my D&D game. Because I was just like, you can roll... Let me go this way. You can come off the high of having a crit. And then you're like, I do three damage exactly right but 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 even then it's like oh i still rolled a one but at the at the end of the day you're doing 21 damage now right and like that's Mm -hmm. still that's still pretty good yeah um and then moving from so combat is we try and keep it as basic as possible um mechanics wise so you have most of the dice are for different damage rolls for different damage types um and Mm -hmm. then it's for to hit and like for accuracy rolls it's a d20 and that's the same for Oh, pardon me. Sorry. Skill contest as well. Um, and skill contest, we didn't want it to be so that you're constantly referencing different numbers when you level up and things like that. So our skill contests use a lot bigger numbers, but there's no modifiers for them. So if you have a 20 strength, you're adding 20 to your D20 roll. Oh, man. Which means that the cap, because the, the cap for skills is 30. A tier skills cap out at 30. Uh, a regular human caps at 15. C tier 20, 
B tier 25, A tier 30. Um, that means that if you're rolling a 1D20, you're capping out for the A tier at 50, right? Jeez. And skill ton- skill contests going against each other, again, ties go to the player. But one of our hopes for that was if you have a person on your team who's playing basically the Hulk, and you have a person on your team who's basically playing Hawkeye, and your strengths shouldn't be the same, but with your modifiers, like one person could do it and one person couldn't, there should realistically be things that the Hulk obviously can do that Hawkeye can't, strength-wise, mm-hmm. which is why... If if you're rolling the one d twenty, a lot of the time that number is basically the modifier based on your own skill level. Because if the Hulk's at thirty strength and Hawkeye's at like peak human fifteen, Hawkeye can only roll thirty five max with, and that's mm-hmm. where the crit twenty is. So he'd automatically succeed. But the Hulk, you're rolling fifty max, right? So there's certain okay. skill contests that only the Hulk would, and that's kind of where we go into like spotlighting different characters for what they're good at. If somebody's playing the Hulk character realistically they should be the one doing this uh, the strength contests so you can yeah. you can that's up me them and the make podcast. them higher exactly right? <laughs> that's like so you and that's like with dusk fox he has he is b tier senses so he's he's crazy with the senses so a lot of the time he's the one rolling the census contest because that's his power that's his shtick we like to spotlight that mm-hmm. um and yeah so with that wider array we we found that it, Again, also having a higher number just kind of feels better a lot of the time, <laughs> right? Um, but but we found that it, it's nice to to be able to go like, oh, I rolled a d20, my strength score is this, which means my modifier is this. No, it's just like you roll a d20, add it onto your score. And it's and it's just those two numbers. Um, and another thing that we really like as well is um, different skill contests can have different skills going to them. For example, um, one of the big one is um, if you're ever trying to intimidate somebody, I could totally see intimidation not just coming from charisma, but coming from strength as well. So oh, oftentimes yeah. we'll be like, all right, roll a strength or a charisma contest. Roll an intelligence or a senses contest when you're investigating something, right? So mm-hmm. it, again, it's it's based off what your character is good at, but also what fits narratively for them, right? Because if Tracy is very smart and Asher, who has high senses, they're both investigating something. It makes sense for Asher to be investigating with his senses and Tracy to be investigating with her intelligence. It's the same contest, yeah. but they get to choose based off that because it fits the character more. And that's really what we want to do is just spotlighting different characters like that with the mechanics of the game. Because um, you could make a character who's a jack of all trades and kind of good at everything, but it is nice to have higher tiers where you can spotlight those things. Yeah. Yeah, like even if I was a jack of all trades, I'm still not going to be doing Hulk like damage and stuff like that. Like, uh, exactly. I, I I'm kind of good at it, but it's the Hulk. <laughs> exactly. exactly, right? Yeah. Like, like that's the thing. Like, because if you get Captain America, Captain America j- skill level would be like probably all like C tier skills, right? Like jack of all trades, mm-hmm. all. But you wouldn't get Captain America to lift a car off people. Yeah. Right. That's that's something, and that's another thing that another advantage to when you're the game master in combat how you can help balance things is like okay well there's this big heavy car on some people those people need saving who's going to be able to go do that the really strong person well this person is good at their senses and they'll all of a sudden sense that there's a bomb in the area or something like that Mm -hmm. and so they have different objectives in combat to help their characters feel useful i guess i would say (laughs) exactly i like it i like it uh, so can can you can you crit and crit fail on skill checks? You sure can. 
Yep. Okay. Okay. Neat. <laughs> can, I, can I also oh, yeah. can I also jump in with um one yeah. one part of combat that is I think is is extremely unique to our game, um and it's this is my one of my favorite customizations is that each power we also have a, a stamina score and and so you have an HP and you have SP, mm. and so the more you use your powers, the more it tires you out. So of course, nice. at the very beginning, when you're you know level zero just starting out, you know if you have to do say get, for instance, Jack used the power blast as an example, that costs five stamina points to do. So if you only have you know to start with 25, 30 stamina points, it you're going to get tired out pretty quick. But you're also probably only with unless your GM's a dick, um, uh, <laughs> you're going to be going up against against people with relatively low. It's hit like points, regular right? dudes. Yeah, regular dudes. But <laughs> but so. you know, but as as you get more powerful and as you get more stamina, again, it makes sense logically that it should become easier to use your powers, right? Okay. So, um, but also as you get more powerful and as as you um, encounter bigger and and badder people and more powerful enemies um i've always liked the idea of you know and you see it in the comics from time to time that the hero goes all out Mm -hmm. and and so we do have an option and we've been toying with the mechanics of it throughout the the podcast i think we've settled on something that works fairly well but that you can choose um to do a double stamina attack or a triple stamina attack so if, if one attack costs you five stamina, two mm. will cost you 10 stamina, three will cost you 20. It goes up exponentially. Okay. And so, for instance, we had a on a recent podcast, we had an instance where one of our characters was in a bad way and went as a, a four time stamina attack, which is 40 stamina points, which oh, basically geez. exhausted them. But it was a big payoff, you know, and the thing is hit or miss, you got to spend those points. But it's like, you know, it's like the the quarterback going for a Hail Mary pass and putting every, yeah, it's, it's every, a push your luck have. sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. They got everything they yeah. have into that throw, expending all this energy. And it's it's a gamble because that's you know, I love that. That's badass. <laughs> like, <laughs> and we've had a few moments as well, I think, where like they're like, all right, I'm going to I think I'm going to like triple stamina and then they crit. And it's like, OK, so you just did like. 3d20 that's oh max God. that's 60 damage now roll 3d20 on top of it and it's like oh, okay this is not a problem anymore guys like i did it like <laughs> and like, that's a super moment that that really spotlights yeah. your character that makes you feel real good um you need like a juice box and a cookie afterwards you're absolutely <laughs> but but there is yeah. there is there is a there's a dis you, there's we have dis like if you're going to do that um we have to roll disadvantage which we get a minor disadvantage of it's minus three or, or major disadvantage of minus five because again you're spending so much more energy okay it's like it's like if you're you know you ever play a, a golf video game and you go by you can go <laughs> I do. to the, the sweet spot or you let the energy go past it and the controller mm. like shakes a little bit and the needle moves faster because you're going beyond what you normally would do so it's mm-hmm. harder to hit that sweet spot um yeah so it's uh there are there are disadvantages yes. to trying to do double or triple stamina mm. but um the payoff can be uh, pretty spectacular yeah it can be absolutely amazing so yeah so it's so, it, yeah sorry i laughed at the golf thing i i <laughs> i have a i have a friday night stream with two friends and one night we just got drunk and played golf with your friends and it <laughs> that's was amazing great game awesome. great game <laughs> <laughs> we yeah except for the point where we got where we were way too drunk and we switched <laughs> the golf balls to hockey pucks <laughs> and apparently 
Apparently, because we're all three in video, apparently there was a part where we could not get to anywhere, and all three of us simultaneously just looked dead inside and slumped our oh, shoulders, no. and the chat went crazy with that. You gotta go so, yeah. with your friends, uh, jump and collision on, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. I-, I play with my friends, and um, they don't like playing with me anymore because I'm in New Zealand, so with the New Zealand ping, I just kind of teleport everywhere, so, they never- <laughs> so like, they'll go they'll go for a cheap shot and try and knock me off the map with the collisions, but then they're like, not even there I'm anymore. not even there. No, I'm like, I'm already, I'm already hold out, but they, they still see me with yeah, so, I love that. I love that. Um, well, we're 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 reaching towards the end of the show. What is? I, I got I, I I got an idea. How about I'm gonna go each one of you. So I'm gonna go Chad, Jake, Emily, because that's how it is on my screen there. Uh, I want to hear what your favorite thing about the game is. So Chad, what is your favorite thing about Legends? I know I'm putting you on the spot first, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, my favorite thing about Legends is it's the closest. I'm a huge superhero fan, have been my entire life. And it's the closest I've ever felt like being a hero, like imagining, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like, like you, you know, you, when you get involved with a really, you know, in-depth game, it, it's you, you're living it. And, and it's, it's being able to create the heroes you want to, you want to, you want to play. That's my favorite part is just, uh, and, and of course working with my family. <laughs> I love it. Jack, what about you? Um, I love all the different powers, of course. Mm. Um, but one thing that we didn't really touch on is um, on the role-playing side of things, because I found that I love the combat, and I love um, love the, the combat and using your powers in new and unique ways and things like that. But as we start playing more, I've gotten a lot more into the role-playing aspect of things. And what we have is different character archetypes that we've done based off of the 12 classic Jung- Jungian archetypes of like the classic archetypes that make a story. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. each character can only choose one. You can only have one active archetype, but you fill out your strengths and your flaws as your character and it helps you role play as them. And I found that, and lots of playtesters have liked that as well as the fact that you're playing basically different kind of classical story archetypes as the hero and it helps mm-hmm. you role play your hero and it helps you do different things. And it really helps with role play. And, um, I've really enjoyed that so far. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I, I, I like that. You, you can play as one of the archetypes, but on fire. Uh. <laughs> exactly, right? like, like that's the thing, right? Cause, cause that goes down into role playing as well. But if you know that you're playing like the leader, if you want to mm-hmm. play that kind of Captain America role, you've got like the leader and you can kind of fill and get more strengths and flaws based off that. Or if you want to play like the Tony Stark, you've got like the genius and you can do mm-hmm. things like that. And it gives you more to build your character on. Pardon me again. It's okay. I also feel like that that's that's kind of good for group dynamics too, where it's like, uh, you know, there, there's always the D&D thing where it's like, oh, they're the face. You know, they're, they're like, they, you kind of give them the roles and whatnot, but that's part of the mechanics of it. I like that. Emily, what about you? What, what's what's something you like? Uh, we've talked about this a lot, but definitely the customization. I think that it's just really like top notch. Um, like I made earlier on in playtesting, I made an archery character with basically the p- same power set as a character I was talking to Daniel about, but they were completely different, c- completely different. Um, mm. And then also just like within those powers, you have the ability to create more abilities with you and your gm like for tracy she she's got a tier strength which 
really doesn't actually come with any abilities. It's just like you're really strong. <laughs> so <laughs> like a much higher melee damage. Yeah, and, and, and my, you get you do get a health bonus and you you do more damage. Um, but like it's it's very different than like like earth control. You can do quake or you can. Or plant things like I'm. Th- I'm just looking at the art behind me. Persephone's got like all the <laughs> plant stuff, so she's got like set abilities within there that that she can mm-hmm. select. Uh, and I worked a lot with Jack to try to think of fun, more superhero-y things than just being like I punch him. Um, <laughs> so like she's got like a super stomp now, which is not in the book. Uh, but then just working in the GM Podcast to exclusive, yeah. <laughs> uh, work, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's something we didn't really touch on is that there are um, mechanics in the game that reward you for being creative with your powers. If you yeah. use your powers in a nice. new, new and unique way, you will get rewarded experience points and you can add that as an ability on your power, right? Because we, I mean, we're not pretending like we have, there's a heavy amount of customization, but we're not pretending like we've created like all the new abilities and like there's there's nothing new to discover. Mm-hmm. But I love seeing that mm-hmm. people trying different things and there's been a few moments on the podcast where we've done that where they have created a new ability that my dad and i never even expected to be in the game and that's new and unique to their character they get an xp bonus yeah. for it and they also get an xp bonus for the first couple times they use it because in narratively <laughs> it's kind of like that's them figuring it out and getting used to using it mm-hmm. and then they've now got this new ability that is completely unique to the character that they have created uh, awesome. with with the other players too we've got a couple of of um like like partner abilities i guess like dusk fox and atomic have something um i like we've got a lot of cool things that if you look at the powers together what can you work as as like a team to do oh i, I love that T- teamwork uh, yeah. that's one of my favorite things in rpg like it, you get that good synergy oh man that that's that's the good stuff <laughs> for sure I think I think the main thing is is that we have you know the book the rules are what the rules are, but there's a there's a there's a chapter of the book with optional rules as well, and oh go- and so I love that the you can be as simple with the game or as crunchy with the game whatever whatever you like yeah perfect uh, well <laughs> Emily as the uh, as the social media person where where can people find legends and all y'all on the 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 interwebs. <laughs> For sure. Uh, you can find us on uh, all social media at The Legends Cast. Um, if you want to support the show a little more, we're on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Legends Cast. We've got like, some bonus episodes up there and uh, character sheets of care of characters if you ever want to know oh, that's awesome. the nitty gritty uh, <laughs> and what exactly people can do um we've got merch where you can get like the canvases that are behind me that no one can see because this is an audio format but um, they're really cool looking <laughs> please go look at them i'm not kidding they look awesome <laughs> uh that's a th- uh uh oh my gosh i'm blanking on threadless. it thread what is it threadless.com yep or is it the Legends Cast. Well, the, uh, it's the Legends yeah, it's the, Cast. The Legends Cast dot threadless dot com. There you go. I couldn't remember what order it was. I was like, I do <laughs> I this in the mid show. I was looking at the art. <laughs> um, and then our website, which is www.matchplaygames.ca uh, forward slash the Legends Cast for all the 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 podcast stuff. Uh, but we've got all of our other stuff up there as well. Perfect. Well, thank you all for coming on. This has been an uh, absolute joy to talk with you about. And I, I, I'm not gonna lie, you 100% sold me on this book. I'm going to get, I'm going to get this book. This Yay. is, I cannot wait to read it. Um, oh, thank you, but, so, uh, thank you so much for having us on. This is, this has been great. We should actually uh, quickly also plug um, our artist. 
Uh, oh, Jack- yeah, yeah, And then yeah. also um, Sayer. Oh, yes, yeah. You do Sayer. I'll do Stefan, if that's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we'll, Ste- we'll Stefan Toshif. Um, S-T-E-F-A-N-T-O-S-H-E-F-F. That's how you spell his name. Um, on Instagram, <laughs> absolutely fantastic artist. He posts, like, almost daily, pretty much, all these new things. He's got, like, his own comic books coming out. Just an incredible, incredible artist and super driven hard worker. Um, yeah, go give him a follow. He's amazing. And then uh, Sarah Roberts does all of our underscoring. We got our like our theme song off of o- uh, uh, Omar Shakur on Fiverr, but all of our underscoring from I think it's uh, issue episode eight onward. Yeah, issue eight onward has underscoring by Sarah Roberts. Um, you can find all of his information on our website. Um, he does fantastic work that makes me cry every time he sends a new track. I'm like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. It's amazing. It's like a movie. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Thank, thank you all for for coming on. Uh, but that is gonna do it for this week's episode. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, the best way to support it is by leaving a review on your podcast service of choice. And please go do that for Legends as well. We, I, I can't stress this enough. Five stars of reviews, they really help. Please, please go leave reviews on shows you I like. Should mention if you leave a review on our show and send us a oh, screenshot, yeah, yeah, yeah. we do a monthly giveaway, and you could win a copy of the book for when it's published. When it's published. Yep. So we, we have a running list of everybody. We <laughs> yeah, we have a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the IOU list. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so go definitely go leave a review. Uh, listen to the show. Listen <laughs> to the show. That's the important. Listen to the show. Leave a review. Enter to win uh, a copy of the book. Uh, you can follow uh, this show on Twitter uh, at Difficulty Class. You can also follow it on an inactive Instagram at Difficulty Podcast. Um, and <laughs> if you have any suggestions for future shows, topics, encounters, anything like that, you can send them into difficultyclass at gmail.com and we would love to take a look at it. But until next week, have a good game. Thank you.